Welcome back to another episode of Quarantine Call with Shieldless Mag. Today you'll be hearing myself, Nick Shields, and Ruben Barrick, co-founders of shieldlessmag.com. We're speaking with our new friend, Ariana Carmona. Ariana is a professional skateboarder from Southern California. We catch up with Ariana and see how she's doing during quarantine. We also get into how she got into skateboarding, turning pro, skating in her first X Games, and becoming a part of the US Olympic team. We hope you enjoy the episode, and if you do, make sure to share it on Instagram and tag us at ShieldlessMag. Also follow Ariana at Flying underscore Ariana. Cheers. Welcome back to another episode of Quarantine Call with Shieldless Mag. My name is Nick Shields, co-founder of ShieldlessMag.com. With me again is the other co-founder of Shieldless Mag, Ruben Barrick. How are you doing, Ruben? Doing very well. Happy Friday, y'all. Good to be here. Happy Friday. And uh, we have a very special guest with us today, Ariana Carmona. How are you doing, Ariana? Pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing good, thanks. I, uh, I, uh, except for last night, I went to uh, turn my shower on and I hit my head on the corner of the wall in my bathroom and I put a hole oh, in my head. God. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude. Nick, you're supposed to tell people it's from someone that's a commercial, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> it was not from a slappy grind. I wish it was. The funny thing was is that I went out skating all day and I went, home to like shower and relax and then I hit my head on my own wall in my bathroom <laughs> yeah how are you that. doing I'm like really clumsy in my house too I always clip my oh my god I clip my elbows every single day on the walls in my house <laughs> I'll just be walking <laughs> or like on the chair or something the worst yeah, yeah. does that that's just how go ahead Rude. I was just gonna say that's just how it is as skateboarders like I swear we're way more comfortable and less clumsy on our skateboards, but everything else in life is just a challenge. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you step off, it's like you don't know how to walk anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. all your balance just goes out the door. Or like, or, or like maybe our awareness is just so heightened when we're on our board that as soon as we're off our board, it's just like there's no danger here, no problem. Like your body just kind of yeah. sucks it out. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> Ruben, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, man. Can't complain. Thanks for asking. Uh, just had a long work week and got to skate a little bit today since the, the weather's finally clearing up in San Diego. So I'm happy about that. Feeling really oh, good, yeah. man. Yeah. I can get used to this quarantine thing. It's not so bad. It's not so bad after all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ariana, how is, how's your quarantine going? Uh, it's pretty all right. I've been watching a lot of movies with my mom. Every single day, and oh, yeah? taking care of my niece, and then my nephew was just born last week, so I've been helping out with that too. So, oh, uh, wow. busy. Doing a bit, yeah. <laughs> Any, uh, busy yeah, that's that's what you got to do. How uh, any movies that uh, you watched recently that stand out to you? Um. I watched both of the new Jurassic World movies. I really like those. I'm like a really big Chris Pratt fan. So those All right. are good. So those movies then, are dope. Yeah, I'm really excited for the next one. Um, Me too. What else did I watch? 
I really like The Greatest Showman. I know that came out like a few years ago, but I just barely watched it the other day with my mom, and that movie was really good, too. Oh, dang. I haven't seen that one. I'll have to check it out. It was pretty good. I like Hugh Jackman, too. He's a really good actor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Isn't that the, is that the musical? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. You should watch that one, Nick. Yeah. All right. And it's, I'll I check it out. No, but it, it's like based off of um, the Barnum and Bailey Circus. Like that's how it oh. got started, or it like kind of shows how it got started. I mean. Wow, thanks. A little history lesson, musical, and now. Yeah, that's it's pretty cool. interesting. Zach Efron's <laughs> in it. Can't complain about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I mean, what? Um, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't mind the Zac Efron movies. So he makes some good movies. So. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty um, on the eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um. So tonight, uh, Ariana is a special guest. She not only do we, is she our first guest that neither Ruben nor I have. We've never met her in person. Um, but she's also a perspective Olympian. So that's pretty cool. Um, has it been, uh, dealing with all of that stuff right now through all this craziness? I mean, I'm not too mad about the Olympics getting postponed because I just got a whole nother year to prepare. So mm-hmm. it's not that bad, especially because like the past year when we were doing like our first round of Olympic qualifiers, I was just coming back from breaking my wrist. So, like, the whole year, it kind of felt like I was trying to catch up with everyone and, like, try and just, like, keep up and get back to my normal level. So now mm-hmm. that, like, I'm feeling pretty solid on my board again, like, good about that, it feels good to have more time to prepare for it and stuff. Even though yep. I can't, pre- like, I don't know. Like, I get to prepare, but then I also can't prepare since all the things <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. That's tough. Have you skated at all since this whole quarantine thing went down? Besides cruising around the neighborhood, no. No. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I, I've seen your, because you're, prim, you're a transition skater, like bulls and bird ramps and whatnot, mostly, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of hard, I guess, unless you have, like, a ramp for a, a bull at your house, which not a lot of people do. Definitely not. <laughs> Has in the perfect in, world, I have a bird ramp in my backyard, but... That would be Not dope, it. huh? It'd be so sick. Has it uh, inspired you to learn any street tricks or flat ground tricks or anything? I don't know. I like. I wake up in the morning and I tell myself that I'm gonna go skate flat ground or like at least try. Uh-huh. And then I don't know. I get distracted. Like I'll be sitting on the couch for too long and then I don't <laughs> feel motivated to get up and do it anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of hard to find that motivation when you, like, don't – nobody's really making you do it. And so you're just like, ah, I can do, do it whenever I want. Yeah. And I don't know. Black gun, to me, it takes so much more mental capacity, I guess, than, like, if I'm just, like, cruising around, like, a bowl or a amp or something. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, the same kind of, like, simple flow that you can just do. Like, I have to actually, like, think pretty hard about <laughs> what I'm going to do, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, well, especially, yeah, all, every flip trick kind of has its own 
like like way of thinking about it and like where you're jumping and putting pressure and flipping your legs like there's a lot to think about whereas like a bull you might just like drop in and go for it and kind of go with the flow pretty much do you have a separate board for different terrain no i use the same board for everything that's pretty tight you ride like loose tight or loose trucks uh they're pretty loose sometimes i tighten them up um when i skate vert i tighten them up like a little bit because i feel like a little wobbly on some stuff but for the most part i like to keep them loose tight trucks bother me <laughs> yeah my trucks are pretty tight but i'm like a, a pretty big person and so like uh to me they're like mild but like when somebody smaller gets on my board they're like your trucks are so tight but I still get wheel bite all the time. <laughs> I don't know. There's even like some people though who like skate park invert and stuff and their trucks are super tight. I'm just like, how? How do you do it? <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah, I don't know. Where I guess everybody's just got their own sort of way of doing things. You see like someone like Daywan with super loose trucks who's super technical and then um, somebody like um, Niza who's got super tight trucks but like skating huge handles and shit yeah we had Chris Cole on and he said he rides super tight trucks but really? that kind of makes sense yeah <laughs> what about you Ruben what are your, where are your trucks at I mean I think everybody has a different trajectory with their trucks you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I, I I think when I first started skating was definitely very tight like bolts were tight everything was really tight um but i mean that makes sense because you're just trying to figure it out and i think that kind of helps when like you're trying to figure out how to carve and tic tac and you know do kick turns and stuff like that on the mini ramp like i think it helps to have it just be a little tighter so that way it kind of forces you to make that full range of motion but yeah i mean over the years it's gotten progressively looser and looser I also get a lot of wheel bite these days, but yeah, it just it just feels good. I mean, it, like that way, even if I am just like blowing down the street, or no matter like what terrain I'm skating, it feels a little bit better, um, and it actually feels like I have more control the looser my trucks are. Not like riding them like how you know like Nestor Judkins rides his with like they're like practically falling off the axle. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, but yeah, I like to like to keep them a little loose for sure. Mm-hmm. Rad. Uh, so we'll we'll come back to uh, some Olympic stuff. But first off, since we don't really uh, know you already, where are you from? I live in Buena Park, so like Orange County. Okay, that's where you grew up, and everything. Yep. Nice. So, what's your like local? Oh, dang! That's rad. What's, like, your local park that you grew up at? <laughs> uh, the Vans Indoor Park. Oh, nice. I've, I've never been there. Same. Really? Yeah. I played it in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. <laughs> I think it was a level in one of them. Or Tony Hawk's Underground, maybe. <laughs> it looks fun. It was a pretty good park to grow up to. Now that I have... um. The Vans Huntington Park, though I go there all the time. I don't really go to indoor anymore. Mm-hmm. I kind of got over it, I guess. But yeah, yeah. But 
That's that Huntington Park looks pretty rad too. Didn't they make like the same bowl but like reverse or something like yeah, that? Yeah, reverse hobby. Dang. Is that is that what you skate the most there? No, that's actually what I skate the least. <laughs> oh really? Do they have other bowls and yeah. stuff at that park? I don't know. They have like the reverse combi and then a big park course and then a vert ramp. And then like the street oh. course and stuff too. But I don't know. When they were first um, building it and they were talking about the park, I was really excited mostly because, like, I don't know if you've seen, like, videos and stuff. Everyone always airs that one hip into the round, but you can only, or, like, a good, like, frontside air. You can only do it if you're regular. And, mm. I, and I would have to do it as a backside air since I'm goofy. So I got excited that the round was going to be on the other side. So I was like, hey, cool. Like, I'm going to build the frontside air of the hip like everyone else. And then, <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't feel the same as normal combi, which, like, it makes sense, obviously, because reverse. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't really yeah. know if I like it too much. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. It, I bet it, well, if you grew up skating the other one, too, it's probably kind of weird. Maybe you, like, built it up in your head, like, it's going to feel so good there, that hip, and then you're like, eh, so it's all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I also haven't put much time into it, though. I'm sure if I, like, actually tried more, then I would, like, get used to it and like it. But yeah. I must have escaped the park and the vert ramp. That's rad. So you prefer the original combi bull? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides you, the back of the hip. <laughs> besides, yeah, besides that, that back of the hip. Have you skated all, um, like, the, the pool party and contest that they have at that park? Yeah, I skated, um, they used to have, like, the girls' version of pool party. Mm-hmm. I think this was actually the first year they didn't do it, but, yeah, I would always skate that contest every single year. I'm okay. kind of bummed, actually. I missed it last year because of my wrist. Uh, it's a um, pretty fun contest. And did, they not do it, did they not do it this year because of the... Uh, quarantine period? Is that what impacted the contest being held? No, it just didn't happen. Usually, like, uh, I think they were having it in March, and then usually you kind of hear about it um, in January is, like, when they kind of let everyone know, I think, that, like, when it's going to be, like, the official dates and stuff, and then there was just, like, nothing. So it just Hmm. didn't happen. But they had the regular contest? Could girls skate in that one? Uh, no, girls don't do that one. It's just all the men. <laughs> oh, dang. So they didn't even have a contest this year? That's a bummer. Well, I think the men's contest is separate anyways. The girls is at yeah, the beginning yeah. of the year. And then the men is, I believe, in May. Word. So they probably won't do it because of the quarantine and stuff. Yeah. And then they have, like, an AM contest, too, which is in, like, October, I think. Dang. How how old were you when you first competed in those contests? Um, I think I was maybe 13 when I did the first um, girls combi contest, I think. I'm trying to think wow. what year that was. I was That's a big young. contest. You, that would be terrifying, I would think. I know. I remember thinking about it, too. I think it was, like, right before they had announced that they were going to do a girls' contest. I would always make jokes, like, oh, I'm just going to enter the guys' contest. I'm going to enter the guys' contest and see what happens. 
<laughs> and then they ended up saying that there was going to be a girls' one. And I was like, oh, even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you skated any contests that were, uh, um, like, men's and women's mixed? Uh, nothing big. Like, when I was younger, I used to do, like, a lot of um, local contests, like, in the Inland Empire. They would do contests at, um, like, Upland Skate Park, Fontana Skate Park, Montclair Skate Park, like, all those parks. And so I would go there, and sometimes it was, like, against the guys, or, like, they would have a girls' division. But I think that's, like, the only time I've really skated against guys in the contest. Because then once the girls' skating got more popular, then they just started giving girls their own division anyways. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, yeah. do you do you think it would be cool to have more, like, contests where it was integrated? I don't know. I don't think I really mind it either way. Yeah. I think it would be cool. It would be, nice, yeah. be cool to see how many guys I could beat. <laughs> like, to see, yeah. to see where I stack up against them. Yeah, that would be sick. Do you remember, like, back in the day when you were doing those other contests that had uh, boys in them, too? Like, did you ever did you beat some of the boys? Were they, like, bombed or anything? Yeah, I like a few times I made it in like top three, and then I think yeah. for the most part I was pretty much top five. Like I know I would for sure like beat guys and stuff. <laughs> That's rad. When did you start skating? Uh, I first learned to ride a board when I was about like six-ish, I think. Um, my older sister used to skate, and then my aunt skated too. So that's how like I kind of got into it. Like even before I could skate. They would always ride around with me, like, on the front of their longboard. And then I kind of took an interest to it. But then I also did dance classes when I was younger. I did dance all the way up until, like, uh, I was in, like, seventh grade. So, yeah, like, about, like, 12-ish. So I would kind of go back and forth with, like, dance and skating. And then finally I kind of just got over dance. And, like, my dance teachers would always get mad if I got hurt skating. (laughs) <laughs> and I wouldn't be able to like, perform and stuff. So I was kind of just like, well, I think I like skating more. So then I just stopped doing dance and then doing skating all the time. Brad, do you think the dancing helps with your skating? Um, A little bit. Like, people tell me a lot that I have a graceful style. So that was probably the ballet that helped. <laughs> Sick. You do have a graceful style. I watched some clips today. You're <laughs> um, Ruben, you got any uh, questions? Yeah, I was going to ask, what's your favorite thing to skate? Ooh, like... Like half-pipe, bowl, or... I don't know. I really... Vert is, like, my favorite thing, I think, actually. I think vert yeah. is like always my top favorite thing, and then like park right below, and then bowl. So you, when you say vert, you mean like a a vert ramp? Yeah. Yeah, like a half pipe. That's rad. Do you remember the first time vert, you dropped in on a vert ramp? Yeah, it was at uh, it was at Claremont Skate Park when they had the old ymca ramp it was like the big x games ramp i think yeah like i remember that yep. the, like a little love seat <laughs> yeah <laughs> i remember i was there with my friend and we we're making bets on who was going to drop in first and i think i dropped in before him 
And he was like a little salty. <laughs> and then we're skating around and then I don't know. When I was younger I didn't really get to skate a whole lot of vert just because all the vert ramps are in San Diego. And as a kid I can't drive or anything. Yeah. But, um, yeah, obviously. Now that I'm older and like especially now that they have the ramp at Huntington, I get to skate it a lot more, which I'm mm-hmm. really happy about. But even before that I would try to go to San Diego a lot and skate the Claremont ramp or um Mancha's ramp. Uh, yeah, I um Ruben and I we grew up in San Diego, um and so that that Claremont ramp was one of the first ones that I ever like pumped back and forth on and I'm in no way a vert skater. I think I just first dropped in on a vert <laughs> ramp when I was like sixteen or seventeen and I've it was like a gut wrenching feeling but it feels so cool after you do it. Yeah. Especially that first time. It's pretty fun. But yeah. Ver are it it looks so fun. Like I went to uh Tony's ramp with Josh Stafford and like uh uh, Jimmy Wilkins and Alex Carlson were there and watching those guys fly around like it looks terrifying uh-huh. but it also looks like the funnest thing in the world and I was so jealous yeah oh my god watching Jimmy skate is like the best thing ever dude talk about style that guy's crazy I know ridiculous I swear there's like magnets in his board or something like that <laughs> dude it's true and he, he like tweaks it hanging there yeah it's just hanging there like i don't get it yeah dude it makes no sense and he's like he just casually throws in like a kickflip back lip like 12 feet or long yeah. building, and you're just like, like how the hell style. like he's just like oh yeah let me do this real quick <laughs> yeah that's insane. crazy who are uh, uh, some of the skaters that you like um look up looked up to like coming up and and learning learning the ropes and everything. Uh, Steve Caballero and Christian Hasoy were always, like, my two big inspirations. Um, I would always see them a lot, too, at Combi. Like, that's, like, the coolest thing about living close to Combi and skating there a lot growing up is I would always see a lot of, like, the pros and the legends there. So I'd always have them to kind of, like, look up to and stuff and, like, hang out with them. Yeah, that's really some good role models, dude. <laughs> yeah, they've always been like, favorite. Like, they're always so helpful. Like, they're such nice people, too. Which is, like, a big thing. Like, you can be a great skater if you're a shitty person. It, like, kind of defeats it. Yeah. So, it was pretty cool <laughs> to have them always be such such nice people to me. Since I was that's... a little girl up until now. Yeah. That's rad. Is that how you learned full cab so well? I saw that's a trick that you have, like, down. <laughs> I actually didn't learn it from either of them. It was – I started learning them kind of as, like, a joke. I was at Coop <laughs> one day, and um, Logan Frank's dad, actually, he was, like, saying – he's, like, oh, like, if you if you do a full cab, I'll buy you ice cream or something. And then Tony <laughs> Taylor, I'm not going to do it. And so I was kind of trying them that day, like, in the little – deep in which like food isn't the best place to learn it because it's not that deep <laughs> yeah and not a whole lot of space so it's kind of just like kind of throwing a few of them and then i was kind of getting the hang of it and um we ended up leaving and then we went to mancha's house and i think i was trying them there and then i don't know i kind of tried them for like 
two weeks, I think, just like doing it back and forth in the um, the square part of Combi, just like trying to do it. And then I finally mm-hmm. got it. And then mm-hmm. I still don't have them consistently, which really frustrates me because I wish that I could do them consistent. But it's definitely yeah. a fun trick. It yeah. looks fun. Have you done one in front of Steve Cavallaro yet? <laughs> I don't know if I have actually. <laughs> that I'm must be sure. a trick for him to see people do that and be like, "Yeah, I I invented that. I yeah. named that for me. <laughs> no big deal." That's rad. Reeves, you got another question? Yeah, I was gonna ask. Um, since you had grown up skating combi and also skating in Huntington, did you ever have any interactions with Grasso and any good stories with that as well? If so. Yeah, I used to see Grosso a lot. Well, like recently and when I was younger, too. He was there mm-hmm. the day that I learned um, Rock to Fakies in the deep end. <laughs> Dang. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, before I really started talking to him when I was younger, I'd always be, like, kind of scared because, like, you know, he had a very big personality. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, he, he seems intimidating. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like kind of scared and then um, my aunt would talk to him a lot and then he would talk to me and stuff so then he kind of like I kind of warmed up to him whatever and then um, I was like trying to do rock to fakies one day in the deep end of combi and then I remember he was like jealous he was like oh, he's like I can't even do those and then I finally <laughs> did it and he was like fuck <laughs> 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 so it was pretty cool yeah. that like I could do something that he couldn't and then, um, yeah, I would always get the vert ramp with him when it was um, at the Vance headquarters. And then also when they moved it to Huntington Park, I'd see him, like, a few times a week and skate with him and stuff. And he'd always give me, like, little pointers on stuff. But it was always really fun to skate with. Always a good session when he was there. That sounds like he really kind of, like, took, uh, I know he's, like, big in, like, the the park crowd and like helping the younger generation come up. So it sounds like he took you guys in and stuff. Yeah. Did he ever like, Oh yeah. Did he ever like tell you you were doing a trick wrong? Like, no, you need to grab it here, not here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it was like a month ago. I, so I, um, in November, I like tore part of my PCL. Fighting to skate for a while. And then I was coming back again, and then I was skating at Huntington. And I was trying to relearn judos. And I was getting so mad that, like, I couldn't do it. Because I know I could. Like, I'd done it a million times, and I wasn't doing it. And then he kept telling me. He was like, <laughs> he's like, okay, I don't mean to make this inappropriate. But when you go up, pull your arm back and really stick your tits out. Just really extend it. And then pull it back in. <laughs> So that was nice. <laughs> Did you end up getting it? Getting them? Yeah, I got it like a few tries later, but it was just so funny. So I was trying it, and he's like, "Here's what you got to do: just take your tits out, throw your own back, really exaggerate it, and then just pull it back in." <laughs> <laughs> well, you made it clear. Like I could see how, like even for a guy, like sticking your chest out on that trick would probably help. Yeah. That's, that's rad. I was happy when I got in. And when I was leaving that day, he was telling me, like, oh, like, good job and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. 
How, what, so rad. how did you feel when you heard the news that he had passed? I couldn't believe it. I was, um, I was like outside of my niece and then my phone kept ringing. I was like, who's calling me? And then I came to answer my phone and it was my boyfriend. And, um, he was like, Oh, I have to tell you something. I'm like, he was so serious. And I was like, what? And then he was like, someone died today. And at first I thought he was going to tell me that it was my chickens. <laughs> Cause we have, <laughs> we have pet chickens together <laughs> that are at his house. And like a week before that, he was telling me that there was like a hawk circling around. So I was like scared. I was like, Oh my God, like the hawk finally. Oh, no. And then I was like, the Sebastian was going through my mind. He was like, it's the chickens. I like, I couldn't think about anything else. And then I was like, who? And then he was like, Grasso. And I was like, you're lying. And he's like, no, like some, like I just found out. And then like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, no. And like, I went to go on Instagram and I was like scrolling through like his tagged posts. And there's like a million posts saying like, rest in peace. Like, I can't believe this. I was like, oh my God. And then yeah. so I kind of like sat there for a minute and I was like crying. I was like, damn. Like I just saw him like a week before and I was like, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, we, you just have to like enjoy the time you have with your friends because you, you never know. Why? I know. And then I instantly just started thinking of his son. I was like, oh my God, like poor Oliver. Like that's sad. Like he's such a young kid to lose his dad at this age. Like I can't yeah. imagine. You yeah. could tell that he uh, had a, a lot of love for him too. Through, through the social media I know. And, and the night before too, he had just posted a video of him dancing with his son. I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, it's cool that his son like took over his Instagram though, which is yeah, kind of cool. I yep. enjoy seeing his videos and pictures and stuff. It's cute. <laughs> um, well, speaking of uh, let's shift gears a little bit. Speaking of like Vert Legends, I, I came across this video today of you interviewing Tony Hawk. <laughs> what? How did that happen? <laughs> So, <laughs> for eighth grade, I was in this program called CORE. So, it was like a mixture of honors history and honors English. And so, for the end of the year, we had like this big project called the Eminent Americans Project. So, we had to go, they had like a, um, I think they gave us like a, a set list of people to choose from. So, we could also like um, give them our own choices and like have them get approved. And so we had to choose a person, I think it was, like, someone who, like, did something memorable or, like, did something, I don't remember, like, what the actual objective was, but it's, like, someone important in history, pretty much. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so, like, because I saw there was, like, a lot of baseball players and, like, just, like, other athletes. So I first thought I was, like, Tony Hawk. Like, I, I'm going to ask if I could do Tony Hawk. So they're telling me, um, like, yeah, like, if you could figure out a way to like incorporate him into the project then you can do it so I was like okay cool so we had to do um there's like different things that we had to do in the project um mm -hmm. we either had to like write a i think it's like a fake autobiography like pretending that we were that person or like stuff like that and i was like okay like wonder like i wonder if i could do an interview like if that would count as like something for my grade so i asked my teacher i was like oh what if i did an interview with him like could i do that for my project and they're like of course, like, this would be the first time that someone would do an interview with their eminent American because, like, most of them are either dead or, <laughs> like, yeah. really famous people. Like, you can't really get a hold of them. So, like, okay, like, I'll try and make it happen. And then it was kind of around the same time that pool party was happening. 
And so okay. I went there and um, my aunt was working at Vans at the time. And so she had got us tickets to go to pool party. And then so we were kind of like looking for him all day. And then like we went and met him. And then she talked to him and like asked if he would be part of my project. And he said, yeah. And then he said that he was going to be at Vans like the following week to like film something. So he's like, oh, yeah, like, just come, like, meet me at Vans at this time, and then we can do it. So I was like, okay, cool. And I remember being so nervous, like, leading up to oh, it, like, yeah. think <laughs> about what questions I could ask you and stuff. And, like, I cringe when I watch that video now because I can just see how nervous I am. I'm just, like, sitting there and just, like, messing with my fingers. And I'm just like, oh, my God, it was so, so stressful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look really young in that. And I was just like, wait, how is this? Little girl interviewing yeah. showing off because this is crazy. Yeah, that, that, that was nerve wracking. He's a pretty nice dude, though, huh? Yeah, like I see him a lot now that I'm older too, and like he's such a nice person. I remember at um the exposure contest, I think it was two years ago. I was trying to do like a back bonus on the hip, like just try to learn it real quick right before the contest, and I was like not doing it at all, and he was like trying to give me uh, pointers really quick. Like, right before, he's like, just do this, just do this. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's that was pretty cool. And then for the project, too, we had to um, dress up as them. So, like, <laughs> after school, they had us all go into the um, the gym. And we had, like, these big pieces of cardboard. You had to make, like, a living diorama, pretty much. So you had to, like, decorate the background however you wanted to that pertains to that person and then dress up as them and then everyone would line up and then they would have people come in and try and guess like which person you are and everyone kept guessing ryan sheckler when they would come in but it's not ryan <laughs> that's funny their go-to skateboarder was sheckler over tony hawk I know. I remember being so proud about my drawing, too. I tried to, like, recreate the Boom Boom Hut Jam as best as I could. <laughs> That's <laughs> rad. That's so cool. Uh, like, yeah. There were, like, some people who said Tony Hawk, but, like, a majority of people were, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> were you wearing, like, full pads and, and stuff? No, I don't think I was wearing pads. I think I just had my skateboard at my feet, and then I borrowed... um clothes for my friend because he had the like the Tony Hawk clothing line the mm -hmm. isn't it called Hawk or something Hawk like yeah the shirt yeah yeah I borrowed like a shirt from him and I think he had like a hat too so I was wearing that but like it was kind of obvious but <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I don't know we're just guessing <laughs> Ryan <Shuckle. laughs> That's pretty cool. Do you ever um, get to skate uh, Tony's ramp that he has at his office? No, I really want to. I went once when I was younger, and I wish there a lot of people having sessions there, but I don't know. Yeah. I just don't go. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there. I guess it's a yeah. little bit of a drive for you. Yeah. Um, when did you, uh, like, officially turn pro? Was there, like... Did you just start entering pro contests versus own contests, or did you have a, a company turn you pro? Um, I think I started skating the pro contest first. I don't remember. I think I was like 16, maybe, 
when wow. I was starting to skate the pro contest because I was doing really well in the AM contest and I wanted to push myself more. So I started doing the pro contest and then I skated for this one company called Flood Control. I, I don't think they're around anymore, but I was skating for them for a while and then they gave me a pro board. It was pretty cool. It was like, um, you know, like the, the barrel of monkeys, how they have like the, the looping arms. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of yeah. like that, but like more realistic monkeys, like going down the board. And then at the bottom, they had like two trophies for, I think one was for like winning the, um, the, what was it? I think it was the girls combi contest, the AM one. And then there was like another trophy for, um, being the number one ranked skater for world, world cup skating at the time. So they had like the two trophies at the bottom of the board. So that was pretty cool. And then I think I ended up leaving the company. I think it was like kind of going out of business at the time anyways. Mm -hmm. So I ended up leaving. And then I wasn't really writing anything for a while. And then um, I got in another company called Moonshine. And so I was skating for them for like a year, I think. And then they ended up getting me a pro board too. Um, that one was pretty cool too. Um, uh, yeah. my boyfriend was originally gonna like do the design for it, but then he just got lazy on doing the artwork. Oh. <laughs> so then, <laughs> so they just ended up having, um, their artists do it. But that board was pretty cool too. It was like, um, I really liked skulls, so it had a skull on it. And then there's like a thing called a death moth. <laughs> it's like, it's pretty much a normal moth, but it's like more, Deadly. I don't know how to describe it. Like, <laughs> yeah, more deadly. I don't know. It's like you usually see it um, in like Victorian things. I don't know. It's like a different. Okay. I don't even think it's like an actual like breed of moth. I think it's just like the style that a normal moth is drawn in. Mm -hmm. um, so it has cool. that, and then there's like sunflowers at the bottom because I love sunflowers. Right. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Do you still um, ride for that company? No, I just recently left, actually. Oh, okay. Are you getting boards from somebody else right now, or are you uh, freelancing? No, just yeah. boardless. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of boards do you choose to ride? Uh, Well, I haven't really gotten to try anything else because that was like right as quarantine was happening so i oh. haven't even like gotten to try anything else but in the past i've gotten to try like creature boards i like those um crooked boards are nice i like santa cruz Dude. boards crooked and my favorite. i really want to try yep. yeah crooked sick i want to try a welcome board too i really like all their graphics and stuff and like the whole like, style but I've never tried like one of the shape boards or anything, so it'd be cool to try one of those when okay. all this is over. Yeah. Yeah. What, what size you... board do you ride? Oh yeah. I ride a pretty big board. <laughs> I ride what is five. It? Nice. That's what I ride. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good size. I like the bigger board for like written stuff though. Do you ride Indies? Like 159? Yeah. Uh, 149. Oh, okay. I, I switched up to the 159, but I don't know if it's really made a difference. 
Yeah, I don't know. 149 cool. is pretty good for me. Are you, um, are you like kind of rushing to try and find a board sponsor or are you just like chilling, sort of like go with the flow no, and see what really, happens? I don't really care at the moment. That's wild to be going into the Olympics without a board sponsor. <laughs> That's sick. I don't know. I've got a year to figure it out. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of skaters right now are not, are, are like doing their own thing. Like you see, like Mason Silva has been like skating whatever for a while. And like even Evan Smith is like kind of rides for Grimple Sticks, but kind of doesn't. It's like not a thing anymore yeah. that like sponsored skaters have to have a board sponsor. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. mean the same thing it used to. Yeah. It, it kind of feels low. Or it doesn't feel, but it, I mean, you see it in people's rosters. Like a lot of these board companies just have like one like token girl skater. Like Santa Cruz has like Fabiana. Welcome has Nora. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, Fabiana killed it. Yeah. She does. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that's that's kind of weird though? That there's just like creature has Alicia. Yeah, like, like these companies that are like, oh, we only got room for one. Like, yeah, like, it's cool, but it's frustrating. Because, like, okay, like, you have the ones, like, you don't want to look past that. Like, there's so many other people that you could add, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's, like, my big frustration. Not even just, like, about board sponsors in general. Or not just about board sponsors, but, like, companies in general. How, like, a lot of them will have just, like, the one girl or, um, like, they'll sponsor, like, other, like, they'll sponsor girls, but in other sports. Like, I've noticed mm-hmm. a lot of companies, they'll have, like, girl surfers and snowboarders and, like, all those other things. But then, like, when it comes to skating, it's like, eh, we only need, like, one, if that. Yeah, it's so weird. I, I've like, I always thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what their thought process is. Because, <laughs> like, they have, obviously don't have problems with girls because they have other girls in other sports. But just, like, yeah. when it comes to skating, they're just like, eh. Really what is... What was it like to get like your name on a board? Did that feel crazy? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I remember like a lot of the people I went to school with, they were really excited <laughs> when nice. they found out that I was getting their board. Because uh, I was still in high school when I got the first board. So a lot of people were like all excited, like, oh, like, how do I get one? This and that. <laughs> so they were pretty stoked on it. That's dope. Were you pretty stoked on it? Did they like pop, tell yeah. you that they were gonna do it, or were you, did they surprise you? No, I knew beforehand. Mm. I was a part of like the planning. Like they kind of let me know, like, oh, like we want to do a board for you. Like, what are your ideas? Like, what would you want? Like this and that. So I kind of like gave them some stuff, and they worked with that. That's cool. That's cool. You got to be a part of the process. Yeah, pretty exciting. You ever um, film video parts, or do you mostly just kind of do the contest route? No, I kind of just do the contest. Like, mm-hmm. I have filmed like some stuff in the past, but like nothing important, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, like, my boyfriend had a camera a few years ago, so he was like filming a lot of stuff for me. And then um, my other friend had a camera and stuff. So it was kind of just like that, just like me and my friends, like my boyfriend, like them just filming me and like 
they would make little video edits for me. And then, yeah, I haven't, like, gotten an official video part. I had, like, a little clip that I did for S1. That was probably, like, the only thing. And then other than that, like, my only other video part was when um, Gabe did his uh, video. Oh, yeah. Do you have a part in Pretzel Vision? Yeah. Oh, sick. Mine's, like, I think towards the end. That's right. I do remember that. Yeah. The second one, right? Pretzel Vision 2? I think so. The most recent one? one The most recent one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me and Ruben shared a part in that thing. We've all been in the same video. Damn. (laughs) That's sick. We did want to shout out Gabe Gesson. He he linked us up to talk to you tonight. So shout out Gabe. How do you know? How do you know Gabe? Thanks, Gabe. Um, I met him. I think it was at a uh, class at Claremont a couple years ago. He was friends with uh, like Jeremy and Carly Green and Bryson Farrell. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of like met him through them, and then. I don't know. I've always just loved Gabe since day one. He's like my favorite person. <laughs> <laughs> he's a rad dude, man. He's got he, he's, he's got snacks, so man. Well. <laughs> he does have snacks. He always <laughs> has snacks. Yeah. And he's such a that, funny person too. Just like the shit that he says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he's one of the most unique skateboarders I know for sure. I know. Oh, yeah. His style. That nolly, no comply, shove, board slide he does, mind-blowing every time. Yeah. He can do it on so many different obstacles, too. It's insane. It's so hard. I don't get how he does it like nothing. (laughs) I I can do uh, little ones on flat, but uh, I try to do them off stuff, like, to to see how he does it, because he's done it down, like, 10 or 12 stairs. And doing it even off of, like, a little ledge makes zero sense. So. <laughs> if you're listening to this, try to learn Molly, no comply, shove, tag us. Yeah. And try, <laughs> Gabe, try. Gabe's got snacks. Yep. Try not to credit card yourself either. I feel like, I feel like, that was, <laughs> I feel like I would do that so easily, like even just on flat. I, it would be really, it would be really sad to watch me try and learn it. <laughs> <laughs> That would be great. <laughs> you should have filmed that, dude. I want to see that quarantine clip, dude. Gabe should have yeah. done that like an Instagram challenge. Gabe, get that challenge. Yeah, yeah, if he's listening to this, please. He's I got to – Yeah, I still have other tricks that I have to learn. Oh, man. So <laughs> might, as well, might as well add that one in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's rad. Yeah, and go watch Pretzel Vision on YouTube. That's a it's a dope video. Is there is that like a goal of yours? Would you like to film like a legit full part to like put on Thrasher one day? Yeah. That'd be like a dream come true. Yeah. Would you try and get a street clip in there? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not not the best street skater. Could you like (laughs) board side a, a handrail or anything? No. <laughs> if, it's no. Like, if, it's, if it's a rail, absolutely not. <laughs> I just work yeah. on, like, a normal rail, so it's just, like, level with the ground, but... Okay. You maybe find, like, a street like, flat bar or something. Yeah. And I can do, like, little front 50s on ledges. 
Not too high. <laughs> How many <laughs> stairs have you all in? <laughs> like, uh, I think six is my most. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm probably not far behind you on that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> Stairs are hard, man. Reuben's a stair guy. He can. He was inward heel flipping fourteen stairs when he was fourteen. God, stairs are terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> the, the the stair count these days has decreased as a increase in age. <laughs> <That's for sure. laughs> dude, you're not 26, skating 26 stairs. Oh no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I try. You know, I tried to go down to 20. We all know how that went down. So I don't think. Uh, <laughs> I don't think. I think that was my limit, man. <laughs> Um, what about, uh, I wanted to ask, have you ever, have you skated Washington Street much in the time that you've gone down to San Diego? Yeah, I actually used to skate it more when I was younger. <laughs> nice. Now I'm kind of just like, mm, I kind of avoid it. Just because, <laughs> I don't know. I guess That's I'm a good place to get close to. Like that I skate at. Yeah. Where like they're all like just nice and even, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, DIY. And I feel lost. <laughs> that's a tough part to figure out. Mm-hmm. Have you ever skated Burnside? I have not. Yeah, I live in Portland now, so I'm I'm pretty close to there. I mean, that's it's equally gnarly, but I I I think Washington Street's a little bit gnarly. Uh huh. That's pretty cool, though. You ever gap the channel at Washington Street? No. <laughs> no? I feel like you got that. I want to, like, I'd want to try it. Like, I'm sure it's not that bad, but. Yeah. I just haven't put in the work for it. I can't do that, airs and stuff. I need to learn that. What's, like, when, after, so we talked about learning to drop in. What was, like, your first trick that wasn't, like, a grind on vert ramp, like? Backside air, frontside air, or like, what? What were you doing once you learned to drop yeah, in? Well, like besides, like basic, like drop in, rock to fake in, like an axle stall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe frontside air. Frontside air. Yeah, I think that was like the first thing that I learned. That's always been like my go-to trick too. That's like my yeah. favorite thing. It's like a good frontsider. It's a classic. It's classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Backsetters look fun here, though. What was that? When I was younger, they used to be stink bug like that. <laughs> oh, man. I've never done a front center, but I know if I did, it'd be stink bug for sure. <laughs> I don't have any doubt about that. You would, So nowadays, you're like tucking your knee in, or how do you get rid of that yeah. stink bug? Yeah. Um, my friends would get mad at me because I was doing a That's a grotto then, effect. <laughs> and then I was just like trying them um, early grab at first, just like trying to grab behind my knee. It was mm. like a weird feeling though, compared to like grabbing between to like grabbing behind. Yeah. But what's your favorite grab? What, what's your favorite grab nowadays? Uh, I still like friend sitters. Yeah, it's just indie. Um, yeah. 
I struggle with mute airs for some reason. Lean airs? Mute airs. Well, leaners. Oh, I mute. I can only do leaners oh. over hips, but I can't do them, like, on a flat wall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Which is terrible well, I guess it's at grabs. Yeah. I mean, lean air seems like it would be easier for some reason. But I don't know. I don't know. Like, over hips, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> if I can't do it on the first, I just, like, I flail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that would be me every time. But, like, Tuckies is fun. Sailfish looks fun. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Sailfish is a fun air. A good, like, backside air where people, like, grab, like, the nose, it always looks so, like, nice. And I always wanted to be able to do that, but I'm too scared to try it. When you get, like, the good tweak on it? Yeah. Because I feel like you have to learn. You Like, you can't learn that on a small ramp. Like, you have to learn uh, that on yeah. something that has vert, which is, like, terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I, uh, I wish I could do nose grab back setters. Like, I can do, like, obviously, when you do a judo, you have to grab the nose. And, like, I can do it there fine. But if I just try and do, like, a normal nose grab back setter, I don't get it. You have to, like, scoop it more, too, though. Mm. Like, it's different than just doing normal melon. Yeah. Dang. So what about uh what about like X Games and like the Vans Park series? When did you start uh skating in those and what was that like? Uh I got invited to my first X Games when I was like seventeen. It was my senior year of high school. Wow. Um, that was like when they first brought back the women's park or no, that was like the first time they did the women's park. I think they did it once before in Spain. And then they didn't do anything. And I think that was, like, the first time they, like, brought it back for good. So that was pretty fun. I remember I was, like, in class when I got the invite, too. Or, like, I, so, like, I found out the day before I got invited because um, Mimi Nuke texted me. And she was, like, oh, like, I just want to give you a heads up. Like, we're about to send our invites of, like, the I think it's, like, 16 that they invited. And they're, like, oh, like, I just wanted to let you know that you're one of the 16. And I remember I was, like, sitting in my history class. And I was, like, freaking out. Like, oh, my God. And then one of my friends um, that I'd known since, like, first grade that skates, too, he was sitting right behind me in class. So, like, I just, like, turned around and I looked at him. He's like, what? Like, what? And I, I had, like, this weird look on my face. And I just, like, showed him my phone. And he got so excited. He was like, oh, my God. And, like, he stood up in the middle of class. He was like, I'm sorry to interrupt, but Ariana just got invited to the X Games. <laughs> 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 That's worth it, man. Everyone was like, what? Like, just, like, all, like, excited and clapping. And, like, my teacher was pretty stoked, too. And then yeah. we just, like, carried on with the rest of the class. And then in between, like, passing periods, by the time I went to my next class, it's like a five-minute passing period to get to the next class. But by the time I made it to my next class, like, everyone in that class already knew, too. And everyone was, like, congratulating me again and, like, letting that teacher know. And, like, the whole day, like, everyone was kind of, like, telling everyone. And, like, everyone was, like, congratulating me. And I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> what what uh, city was it in? Uh, Austin. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, right. Was it? So, like... What was it like the day of? It was pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a lot of people watching, like, like not just in the stands, but television. And I know. Industry. I was really excited 
just to be there because like everyone mm-hmm. growing up always says like I want it like I want to be in the X Games I want to be in the X Games so mm-hmm. it's pretty cool to make it there and then I was there with my mom and my little brother and my boyfriend so we're all just like having fun the whole week and stuff and then it was cool too because they were having like a whole like they always do like the um the live music performances and the week that I was there was the time that Blink-182 was playing. And I'm like a huge Blink-182 fan. <laughs> and so, since yeah. we were skating in the contest, like we get uh, the wristband to go in, into the concert. So I was so excited. Like me and my boyfriend win is oh, so great. <laughs> that was the best thing. part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like the scary on top. Like getting to be at the X Games and get to go see Blink-182 like for free, like <laughs> Crazy. Uh, that's hilarious. How'd you do in the contest? I actually didn't do that good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. I mean, just being there, like you said, is. I, yeah, I was excited crazy. just to be there. Like, I didn't care. I was like, I can like I get to say I was in the X Games. Like, that's enough for me. Yeah. Have you uh, placed in any X Games since then? No. <laughs> no. It's okay. I You'll get there. To make it that like that was the first year they did invites and mm. then since that year now they do like a pre-qualifier beforehand so every year mm. they do um the qualifier in Boise, Idaho. Oh, that that they have a sick it's park like there. The, yeah, that park's pretty fun. It's like, I don't know, it's like fun and then it's like, I don't know, it's kind of weird. There's a lot of, a lot mm. of flat bottom. Yeah, there is. Yeah. It's a huge park, though. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Under the birds and stuff. It's pretty sick. Dang. So, what, um, and then did you start doing, like, the Vans Park series around the same time? Uh, I think Vans Park series came, like, a little bit after. I think, yeah, it was, yeah, I think it was, like, around the same time. So, I think that's when they first started doing them. Um, so yeah, I've been doing Vance Park series for a while. Those contests are always really fun too. Just like the whole vibe, like not even just the contest itself, but just like everyone coming together and just like hanging out all week and stuff. That's like the best part. Yeah, that's dope. They have those like all over the world, right? Yeah, everywhere. I'm pretty bummed I didn't get to do it last year though, because it kind of interfered with, um, the Olympic qualifier contest. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get a chance to do it. I think there was only, like, one that I was going to be able to make it to. But, I don't know. I didn't really feel like it was worth it if I didn't get to do all of them, you know? Yeah. So I just didn't end up doing it. So, how did you become a part of the U.S. Olympic team if you missed the contest last year? Um, They, well, first they had... um. When they did the first national team, they picked, I think it was five people, I want to say. I think it was like five or six when they, yeah, I think it was, no, I think it was five when they first did like their first round of picks. And then, so that was like the, the first national team for like the first, mm-hmm. like quote unquote season of contest last year. And then in addition to those five, they also got, um, like the wild card picks. So I was one of the wild card picks originally. And then the next national team for, like, the second season, 
was going to be chosen based off of how well you did in the first reason. So however many points you got, the top six were going to be the next team. And then so at the end of the first season of the contest, I was third for the U.S. So I was part of the team pretty much. And then they announced it at um, the TF. We had a USA national contest. And then after they did the contest results and stuff, then they did the like the whole big announcement. So that was pretty cool. We all got like these um, these plaque board things to hang mm-hmm. on our wall. It's like it says USA Skateboarding. It's like a deck, and it's like attached to like this piece of wood. And then at the bottom is like a plaque that says like USA National Team, and then our names and stuff. So that was pretty cool to get. My whole family was there, and like my mom was so excited. <laughs> Oh yeah, mom must have been so proud. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, now I'm just on the USA national team. It's not like the official team that's going to Tokyo. It's still Mm -hmm. like anyone's game, pretty much. But um, yeah, I was wondering how that works. It sounds complicated from everything that I've heard. Like you can be on the team, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to the Olympics. Yeah, like at first. We're all kind of thinking that since there's six of us and they're going to be taking three, that the other three would probably still go as, like, alternate. But then mm-hmm. we found out that there aren't any alternates. So it's really oh. just going to be, like, those three and that's, that's it. Crazy. Which is kind of weird because, you, yeah, you would think, like, for the Olympics, they would have alternates because then, like, that country just misses out on a chance yeah. of getting a medal. Especially if somebody but, gets hurt or something. Yeah, I know. Like with skating, like someone's bound to get her. Like at least one person. <laughs> but um, yeah. So you have to be in the top three to go. Yeah. Are you like trying really hard to make it in that top three, or are you just kind of like, going with the flow? Yeah, I, it would definitely be really cool. I'm kind of like back mm-hmm. and forth about it. Like it would be like the best thing ever if I got to go. But like if I don't make it, like it's fine. Like I yeah. still. How, what is it, 2024? 20, yeah, you're okay, young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. What Does it feel crazy even to have gotten this far as to say you're on, like, the U.S. team? It must be wild. Yeah, I never thought skating would be a part of the Olympics. Like, X Games was pretty much the Olympics of skateboarding. Like, the Olympics of actual <laughs> sport. Yeah. So, like, now that it's like part of the actual Olympics, it's pretty cool. Like, I think it'll definitely pave the way for a lot of things in skating. Like, I know a lot of people are more accepting of it and stuff now, but I know there's still like a lot of people who have like a big negative connotation of skating. Like, no, like skaters are just a bunch of like burnout losers, pretty much. But if yeah. they see it in the Olympics, like being respected alongside all the other sports, I think it'll definitely open up a lot of opportunities and stuff. And I think it'll be cool for a lot of the young girls, too, to see all the other girls and stuff in the Olympics. Yeah, do you think it'll bring up, like, a whole nother wave of, like, young girls skaters? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, there's already so many girls who are coming up that just, like, kill it. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, the younger they are, the better they are. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, what do you – have you had any um, skaters who tried to – like tell you that the skateboarding in the Olympics is whack or anything? Um, not personally. Like, no, I've definitely like heard it around, but like no one's ever like come up to me and be like, "Oh, like like that's lame. Like, why is it in the Olympics?" Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we were so talking. Definitely... You definitely heard it. Yeah, we were talking to uh, Jason Carney, who owns Flappy's Garage, about the Olympics, and like when I was younger mm-hmm. and a little more ignorant, I probably would have been like, "No, that's whack. Like, <laughs> keep it core." But like now that I'm older, I'm like, "Dude, if if I could, if I had the opportunity to skate in the Olympics, I would do it." So like, why not? Yeah. And like like you said, it'll bring a whole new perspective and like generation into the skateboarding which is yeah. rad scootering is not in, in the olympics so like at least no, little kids aren't gonna be uh, seeing that <laughs> on a pedestal <laughs> Oh God, definitely not. I don't want to perpetuate scooter hate, but like I definitely don't back it. (laughs) 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 Uh, Just like the the awareness of kids on a scooter is so much different than little kids on a skateboard. They have zero awareness. Like (laughs) they go to skate park and it's like they act like they're the only person there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They can do whatever. I'm just like. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, as soon as you step on a scooter, it's like, I don't get it. Like, your awareness, out the door. Common sense, out the door. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And then it's even worse when you go to the park and you see, like, a grown man on a scooter. (laughs) That's a whole different category. (laughs) You're, like, all tatted up. And you're like, dude, no matter how many tattoos you get, you'll not look tough on that thing. (laughs) Yeah, I don't care how many tattoos you get. How big your plugs are. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're still on a scooter. That immediately invalidates everything that you do. Yeah. Oh, I back that. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> it's like so a, true. A double backflip Barson and unimpressed. Unimpressed. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, if the yeah, man, I think people should. The more skaters we got, the better, and and, and like yeah. the more people that are looking out for younger skaters and teaching them about uh, park um, etiquette and whatnot, like the better. I think. Yeah. That'll be great. That's really cool, though. Um, that you're a part of that whole opportunity history in the making skateboarding going yeah, to the Olympics much first, even though first it's been Olympics postponed season. yeah <laughs> <laughs> are you but have you talked to yeah have you talked to any other um skaters that you know were excited for it um was are, are other people kind of bummed or are they all stoked to have some more time uh well like my friends on the team they don't like they're not really bummed about it, and um, we have like weekly meetings where like mm-hmm. the whole team like gets together and stuff, and everyone just kind of talks. Like no one really seems too upset about it. I think everyone's just kind of whatever about it. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Your so coach good. is a legend, right? The don't you have a coach oh, that's yeah. like pretty, or is it a manager or something? Of the or well, we, like. Well, yes and no. We don't have, like, a specific coach that, like, tells us what to do. We have, like, Mimi. She's Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, she's a legend. Yeah, she's a legend, (laughs) but she's not, like, technically our coach. Like, she doesn't sit there and Uh, yell at us. 
<laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't mean it like that. But like somebody who's there to tell you what what's going on and like keeping you up to date. Yeah. So. Yeah. She's like yeah. A, she's like that a person. TM. I don't, I don't know. I'm like the yeah. coach. Like it's weird. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That, well, especially for skateboarders, that's like a yeah. Me neither advisor. She is a legend. Like, like, she's done a lot for yeah. girls skateboarding. She's so sick. But, like, it's not like she, like, she doesn't try to have, like, this big authority over anyone. She's just, like, like one of the homies. Like, she's there to, like, hang out. Like, she's happy for us. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I listened to her episode on Talking Schmidt podcast, and it was rad. So, it's yeah, just legendary. What, the, what they did to, like, for people. For people don't know that don't know, like one of the things that happened to make female skateboarding where it is now is like uh girls boycotted the X games one year, not just all together decided not to go because the prizes weren't fairly um but like the prize money wasn't even worth it to like fly out and skate the contest. Um for the girls. The men were making so much more and so the girls boycotted one year and the X games listen to them and raise their prize money like that's amazing yeah i know maybe is the best it's crazy too like how biased it was in the beginning it's, it, yeah i mean it, it blows my mind even to hear it now like the prize money is like the men are making i don't even know like you know 25 grand where the women would make like five grand for first place and you're like oh how did that compare? Yeah. Yeah. But it's cool that, like, with, like, Park Series and the Olympic qualifier stuff, too, how all of it's equal. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's, like, be. the biggest thing, too, with the Olympics. Like, that's what they always talk about is, like, they want to make sure that there's equality with everyone. That's great. Yeah. I mean, skateboarding seems like the sport that would be, like, behind that equality and... And the fact that it wasn't like that in the beginning is like, wow, kind of whack. Yeah. But glad, glad that they made it happen. Because, you know, like, the dudes or, the, like, guys wouldn't be able to do that. They would be like, oh, whatever, we'll just skate it. Like, I'll take five grand. Like, <laughs> I don't feel like guys would would get, get together like that for, for something, which is, like, uh, unfortunate. But uh, I, I love that story. I've heard it a few times. I feel like a lot yeah. of people don't know about that. But sick. They got it to where it is now. Um, Ruth, did yeah. you have a question you were gonna ask? Sorry, I cut you off there. Oh yeah, I just wanted to ask. Um, so is there gonna be an update as far as uh, qualifying is concerned now that it's been postponed? Like, and how are they gonna gauge that? Um, right now there's like there's nothing set in stone. Um, mm-hmm. everyone I think is like still trying to figure out what's going to happen we had like a petition pretty much go out like I think this week where um, we um, I think it was Josh Friedberg who coordinated everything I don't know if like the other uh, team USA um, what's the word like the the other people part of it, I can't think of like the word, but like the other coordinators Division. in USA. Oh, coordinators. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I think they all like worked with it, like worked together to make it. But like Josh Friedberg was telling us about it like this past week. Um, 
where we pretty much just, like had a petition of like how we would like the qualifiers to be and stuff. Um, oh, okay. But it seems like if everything clears up, that maybe the first contest would be at the end of the year. But mm-hmm. again, like nothing set in stone. Like no one really knows completely what's going on. Yeah, must be kind of now to coordinate because we don't know yeah. when this is all going to be over either. Like. Yeah. If it'll even be safe next year to be in groups of that size, like nobody knows. Yeah. Do, how often do they drug test you? Um, it's kind of it's random. Like, yeah. Ever like you have the opportunity to be drug tested at any contest, pretty much. Um, oh. I've only gotten drug tested once, once, but anyone has the opportunity. Like at any time during the week that like you're there for the contest they can come and do it but i did crazy. it in wow. sao paulo in september it's so crazy. It's, it's weird <laughs> that is weird <laughs> so you're like i'm a skateboarder dude like, get out it's, I don't like know. it's so odd because like they just think like it's weird because you have to pee in front of the person it's weird <laughs> oh wow like, yeah, because, like, they want to make sure that, like, everything's fair and equal. Like, they want to make sure that no one's, like, trying to cheat the test or anything. So yeah. you have to, like, stand there and see in front of them, which is so awkward. <laughs> it's so oh, funny, man. though. Like, skateboarders are, like, it's notorious. Like, skateboarders smoke weed. And a lot of them smoke weed to skate, like, better. <laughs> yeah. And so you, it's, like, funny that now that yeah, they're like drug testing for that. I think that. everyone's like pretty on. I think everyone's pretty on board with the fact that like weed isn't a performance enhancement drug. <laughs> it is for <laughs> skateboarding though. For some people, like <laughs> you look at like Wes, Wes Kramer, like he doesn't drop in without like rolling a sleeve, like which is how how some skaters are. It's it's funny, but yeah, I know. It's, but yeah, it's perfectly like, hand in hand, and then like, yeah, but like now, like no one can. They just have weed sponsors nowadays. <laughs> people, yeah, I know. People like, have backed by CBD and weed maps. And stuff. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I don't so know. I think funny. it's pretty funny. Two things I never thought would happen. Skateboarding in the Olympics and being sponsored to smoke weed. It's just, it's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I know, like, the two opposite spectrums. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, because it's like, if I mean, it, if somebody in like track and field has THC in their system, it's like the how that's probably not helping them, you know. But I wonder if yeah. you have like CBD in your system, if that shows up and like <laughs> causes a red flag. Maybe <laughs> crazy. I don't think it like it comes up on test. I mean, like from what I know, like obviously the tests are really specific, mm-hmm. but um. Like, pretty much you have to, like, even stay away from supplements, too. Like, supplements could give us a false really? positive. We have, like, yeah. We had to do, um like, this whole online class to, like, let us know. Like, obviously, like, um like the normal banned things that we can't take, which no one is taking anyways because, like, what skater takes human growth hormone. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, it had, like, a... It had, like, the list of, like, the normal things that, like, people take, like, that and, like, steroids, which is, like, obviously a given. And then, yeah, yeah, it's, like, a lot of, like, supplements and stuff, since a lot of them aren't FDA regulated. Like, whatever is in them could give us a false positive. So we have to stay away from, like, that stuff, too. Wow. 
That's crazy. Which is kind of weird, but, like, I don't know. Like, they tell us, too, like, you don't really need, because, like, you don't really need supplements. And, like, that's what they tell us a lot of times, too, is, like, it's not a big deal because, like, you don't really need them. Like, your body doesn't need that. Mm-hmm. So it's not, like, the biggest deal. Like, I wasn't taking supplements anyway, so. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, so by supplements, do you mean, like, certain vitamins and whatnot? Or? I don't know. If it's, like, I'm like sure it's, like, like some vitamins, but, like, yeah, like, protein shakes, like, stuff like that. Or, like, the, what is it, like, the yeah. whey protein powder, like, stuff like that. Uh-huh. You have to some stay protein. away from, but, like, huh. yeah, but I'm sure if you're taking, like, fish oil or, like, vitamin C uh, pills or whatever, like, that stuff is fine. But, like, mm-hmm. anything more than, like, those general things. I'm sure it could, like, give you a false positive, so. I've just been yeah. staying away from that. Like, I don't even want to use CBD cream because I'm scared. That, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to risk it. Like, even though, like, CBD and, like, THC are separate. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's scary. Um, like, I don't want it to, like, be the reason I don't get to go to the Olympics. Like, mm-hmm. I put CBD cream on or something or, like, just something like that. I don't know. And, like, I get drug tested and then the CBD somehow had, like, Point one percent of THC, and it causes a positive, and then yeah, that would be crazy, yeah. huh? Causes a whole mess of things. I bet they don't care about alcohol, though. Well, you can drink as much as you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, they don't. I don't know if it tests for alcohol. I don't think they do. That's a performance enhancing drug for skateboarding for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know it wasn't part of the class. <laughs> but skateboarders always got like a beer obvious, on this session I think it's like an obvious thing like obviously you're not going to skate the contest drunk or anything <laughs> that'd be funny though like I mean I could see like <laughs> the one skater just like has like a, a beer on the deck like <laughs> go, go for it no they probably won't allow that but that'd be pretty funny yeah you have like I don't know <laughs> it's not like we're like Vance Park Street, so like you see everyone's just like hanging out, like in between like skating and stuff, just like standing on the side yeah. drinking a beer. That's what I'm or, thinking like, about. Like see it in the background. It's like mm-hmm. it's kind of different. Like there's certain areas where people will, like go. Like people still like behave normally. Like yeah, like people will still drink, but not really a lot of people like do it. I don't. It's like it's just I don't know how to explain it. Like it's not like I Vance got Park you. Street. It's yeah. like a big party the whole time. Like it's a little more serious. <laughs> it's more serious, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh do you have an energy drink sponsor? I do not. <laughs> so So you could be you should it's, just get a beer sponsor and do that. <laughs> like get sponsored by Black Plague, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. That'd be rad. Skate around brewery right there. Mm-hmm. I uh, pretty- I work at a brewery, and I have for a while. And uh, when I heard Black Plague was opening up, I was like, oh, you know, it's the skaters trying to make money. And then I listened to Jordan Hoffert's Sign Club, and I was like, oh, this dude actually knows about beer. I'm like, that's crazy. He's, like, super into it, and he knows the shit. I was like, that's rad. So I backed mm-hmm. that. Black Plague's yeah, pretty sick. It's like a little brewery. Yeah. Energy drink sponsors, like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't drink energy drinks and I don't back them, but I know that they, they fuel a lot of skateboarders' careers and yeah, financially. So I, I can't blame oh, yeah. anybody like, for that. You have an energy drink sponsor, you're set. 
Do you skateboard for a living full time or do you have a, a job? No, just skating. <sighs> Dang, that's so sick. <laughs> um, that's sick to hear. I like to hear that people can live off of skateboarding, even if I can't. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's pretty dope. Um, Ruben, you got any other questions? We can start wrapping it up here soon. Been a minute, yeah. yeah. It's been a good conversation. Thanks again for joining us. I'm stoked we got to make this happen. Um, yeah, I just wanted no to ask. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to ask, um, out of all the places that you've traveled to for skating, if you like had to pick a favorite or even a top three, um, what would those be? Ooh, um, let's see. I really liked Brazil. That was really fun. Both Sao Paulo and Rio. Like the park in Sao Paulo was really cool. And then Rio was cool because it was like right on the beach, which was super nice. Um, I really liked Sweden too. They have like, they have a really good skate vibe there. Um, yeah. Was it, did you go to Malmo? Yeah. Vert attack. Yep. That's oh my favorite contest. That's I'm bad. so bummed. I had to miss it last year because uh, of my wrist. It's so frustrating. And then it got canceled this year. Well, I wouldn't have been able to gone this year anyways because it was the same time as an Olympic qualifier. So I guess I kind of feel better uh, that it was canceled because I didn't miss that on anything. <laughs> <laughs> like if I can't go, nobody yeah. can go. <laughs> so yeah, like I'm not gonna get the FOMO because like no one yeah. else is gonna be there anyways. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's in the same boat. But uh, yeah, Mama is really sick. They have really so good vibe there. Yeah, have you been to Mama? Uh, I have, I have. I love Mama. It is an it's an awesome city to skate. Oh, that's right. You and they just like you. What was that? I was gonna say, and then you just hop on the train real quick and go to Denmark. Exactly. Yep. It's it's I've so been awesome. to Denmark. That place is amazing. Denmark is Root. so beautiful too. It's beautiful. The people are nice and like it's so yeah. Bad. The city is so dope. Mm-hmm. Ru- Ruben, you got a sweet uh, Malmo tattoo, don't you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> um it it, it yeah. Um I got uh, a Swedish fish, so it's like a Swedish fish, and, <laughs> and it says Malmo. It says it says Malmo on it, and I got it with uh, a group of friends that I went out there with, uh, and it was so awesome because it was like uh, one of our good friends out there. He ended up um, he ended up introducing us to this woman that tattooed out of her apartment. So we were all just like skating around, and we all got to go and get it, and it was it was a good time. It was a good memory, man. We'd love to go back soon. That's dope. And, uh, That's how so you got, <laughs> you got Brazil and Sweden. Any anywhere else you've been that stands out? I really like Norway. Ooh, Norway sounds rad. So pretty there too. Oh my god, like Scandinavia is beautiful. They had a contest in Norway. Oh, Oslo, uh, I guess. It wasn't a contest. Um, uh-huh. They do this thing every year called the Tiome Gala, where it's kind of just like a big like demo session, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. 
we got to stay at like this really nice hotel that was like right on um like the I think what is it like the fjord is what it's called. <laughs> I don't know, just, like, right there on the water, which is really cool. It was a trip because, like, we went during the summer, and during the summer, they only have so many hours of um, darkness. So it's, like, daylight most of the time, which is crazy. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's like, weird. I remember I would wake up at, like, 3 a.m., and it's just, like, the middle of the day outside. Sunny. <laughs> Yeah, that's a trip, a trip. And then, like it's so hard to like go back to sleep too like especially with the jet lag because it sucks because obviously mm-hmm. like i'm gonna like not sleep right and then to wake up at like 3 a.m and have it be daylight kind of fucks with you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i bet and i mean i even when i moved to portland and the sun goes down and at like 10 at night um it like tripped me out being from san diego i was like oh, what the heck sun's still up it's like almost 11 o'clock <laughs> shit but that's right, Crazy. man. That's that's cool that you got to go all those places. I I bet that's like one of the best perks of skating all those contests and stuff too. Yeah, that's like my favorite thing about part. My favorite part about skating is like getting to go all these cool places. Yeah, it and it's you probably make friends from skate with skaters from all over the world, huh? Like if you actually do get to go to the Olympics, like you're gonna have friends from all the different countries probably mm-hmm. or not all of them but you know a lot of them <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool how everyone like comes together yeah that's the great thing about skateboarding yeah the best i don't In know the, my dream spot probably is like italy that's where i really italy. want to go yeah yeah For, like, skating and, like, just yeah that's I've never been to Italy. Ruben was just there, but he was there during when all this pandemic was happening. Uh-huh. Yep. Bailey barely made it back to the States. It was it was crazy to see everything developing there firsthand. Yeah. Did you see any skate spots out there, Ruben? <laughs> uh, you know, not at all. Uh, yeah, because Rome, Rome is such an old city and we weren't able to explore any of the other parts of Italy that we were intending to. Like, I, I mean, I know like Milan is like a pretty poppin', uh, skate scene. So like that would be a good place to check out for sure. But yeah, I mean, Rome just has like old, cobblestone streets and it, it's just there's no way <laughs> even though there like wasn't a huge barrage of tourists and a lot of people out because things were closing early and a lot of you know attractions and museums and monuments were all uh shut down during that time but yeah it's it's a, it's a city that even like biking through would be rough it feels like you're like firecrackering down a stair set but riding a bike through the city <laughs> um on any given <laughs> you know like so yeah, I didn't I didn't see a whole lot of spots there, but um yeah, <laughs> definitely want to go back when I have, you know, some more time to explore it and and hopefully within the next couple of years once all once once we go back to normal life, the way the way that it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um speaking of quarantine, are have you what else have you been doing to uh, pass the time um besides like family and skating around the neighborhood do you do any like art or music or anything like that um i'm not the best artist but (laughs) i've been trying to get into it like 
for Christmas, my boyfriend bought me an iPad Pro, and then mm-hmm. I downloaded uh, Procreate, which is like a big drawing, yeah. pretty much. I've got that too. To, Fun. Yeah. It's complicated. Like, I still don't mm-hmm. really know how everything on it works. I have, like, the most basic oh. understanding of it. Me too. There's so many <laughs> crazy things for with it. I know. Like, I see, like, everywhere, like, all this stuff that people create on Procreate. I'm just like, how? Like, <laughs> I can barely work it. Yeah. But, um, There's plenty of tutorials, of, though. So. Yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> I have a use that. Like, I've been, um, like, trying to animate skate pictures, like, I'll doodle on top of them or, like, create different layers and, like, try and do that. Um, that's been, like, my biggest thing. I started trying to make bracelets this week, actually. I found, like, a bracelets? bunch of... Um, yeah. Sick. Sick. Friendship <laughs> I like, bracelets? I don't know what it's called. Like, crafter string? I don't know. But, like, I've been trying to, like, make different, like, friendship bracelets and stuff. Yeah. That's rad. Maybe Ruben will make me a bracelet. Maybe. <laughs> I got stuff here to craft. I'm down, then. <laughs> BFF. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Those have been like really, my two things. You don't have to be the best artist to to make art. It's yeah, it's a fun thing. I mean, maybe you'll get to do your own board graphics one day. That'd be rad. Maybe if I get past past drawing stick figures. well that's the thing about procreate is like yeah you you can just like draw on top of photos and like kind of feels like you're cheating but then when you like the finished product you're like oh this actually looks really like i'm proud of this even though i felt like i was cheating yeah that's red sweet um do you think what do you think like a lot reading a lot yeah i used to i like I love reading. I used to love reading a lot, too. Um, like, especially when I was in high school, when I guess, like, I had more time to read, like, in class and stuff. But I would get so busy before that, like, I wouldn't really have enough time to read. But now I've just been, like, rereading a lot of my favorite books and stuff, which has been pretty cool. That's rad. Any favorites? Um, I don't know if I have specific favorites. I have, like, favorite authors. Like, there's this one girl that I used to read a lot when I was younger, Margaret Peterson Haddock. She makes, like, um, I don't know. She has, like, ghostly kind of books, if that makes sense. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Like, I like books like that. Like, I like, uh, like, a good ghost story or, like, a good dramatic story. Like, something with, like, depth to it. That's rad. That sounds cool. Yeah. Check that author out. Yeah, she's pretty good. And then um, poetry books are always pretty good. I like reading yeah. different kinds yeah. of poetry. That can be nice because you, you can just open up to a page and, like, read it, and you don't have to necessarily go cover to cover. Yeah, and, like, you don't have to have, like, the most focus for it, too. Like, poetry mm-hmm. is, like, good to read. Like, if you like have, like, a few minutes to spare, like, you can, like, sit there and, like, go through a whole book or something. And it'll just be yeah. simple. Mm-hmm. For sure. I'd back that. That's rad. Definitely. Reading, having more time reading is could benefit everybody. Less, like, social media time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 
<laughs> books are pretty underrated. Like no one likes to read books. So. <laughs> Dude, books are so underrated. Do you read on a Kindle or do you read like with a physical copy? With the physical books, I have like a pretty big book collection. <laughs> That's true. I I do like the. I know a lot of people are like I have to have the book in my hand, but a Kindle is nice because you like doesn't matter like like lighting what lighting you have you can still read and you can like you don't have to hold a, like a big book that's like 800 pages it's just like this little tablet it's kind of nice yeah, yeah I, I back it i know a lot of people are are old yeah. school but i would recommend i used to read on a kindle when i was younger i had like one of like the older versions of it and then I don't know. I kind of got over it and then just went back to reading normal books. I don't know. I kind of like having the physical copy in front of me. Yeah. Um, so from from your perspective, like from being skateboarding for a living, what do you think like the impact that this uh, quarantine and pandemic will have on, on skateboarding like long term? I don't know. I think it's definitely like a weird spot for everyone like everyone's kind of just like at a standstill like no one is really mm-hmm. getting to progress or anything besides like the few people who do have like a private park but i don't know yeah. i think just like skating and like people in general people have like a better appreciation for things yeah like everyone people kind of take parts for granted and stuff it's like yeah like i can just go to the skate park whenever i want but like now you can't like now everyone's just kind of stuck so now i feel like when people get to go back out and like get back to normal life it'll be a lot different there's like a lot of more appreciation for the parks and like all the people around you because like everyone's just like so desperate for like human interaction right now so when people <laughs> get back i think people will be people will be like a little more social i think yeah and start to like i don't know because like there are like some mean people at the park you know who don't really want to talk or like they're just like rude but I yeah. feel like after this, people are going to be like more excited to talk to each other and be like, hey, like we all mm-hmm. went do this thing together. Like, let's bond over skating. Like, let's go get some spots. For sure. That's good. Yeah, it's, you you take for granted like being able to to high five your friends and like hug them when they when you like land a new trick or something. Like, can't do that right now. And definitely yeah. put that for granted when when we could do it. Yeah. Sweet, man. Uh, Ruben, any anything else for Ariana as we wrap this up? Yeah. Um, I just wanted to ask uh, what advice you would have for skaters getting through this tough period. Uh, any words of wisdom to offer at this time? Just try and stay as positive as you can. Reach out to your friends. Like, just because everyone's quarantined, like, it doesn't mean that you're all alone. Like, everyone's going through it together like you can still reach out to everyone talk to them facetime mm-hmm. everyone i've been doing like zoom calls and stuff with all my friends trying yeah. to like get through everything but yeah just try and stay as positive as you can and like one thing that like i've learned from um uh my friend jessica alexander she does um she's like the trainer for team usa like before all of this she would do like weekly training sessions with us in person. Now we do them on Zoom and stuff. But one of the things that like she tells us every week is like it's okay to not be okay, which is true. But like it all mm-hmm. sucks. Like you don't have to keep telling everyone like I'm fine, I'm fine. Like it's okay if you're not fine. Like 
go like sit there and cry it out if you want to. Like it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the best advice that it had heard in yeah. a while. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever she comes with that, like I just feel better. Like I was talking to her the other day, t- other day too, and like she's always really big on mental health, which I like because a lot of people like they always worry about the physical. But we mm-hmm. have to worry about the mental too. So I like how she really cares about that, and she wants to make sure that we're always okay mentally. Yeah, that's that's a huge thing for, especially skaters. Like you have like a a weird uh, kind of like inner demon that you have to have to like be a skater. Like you like have to battle like mental capability of like landing tricks and learning how to do it and persevering through falling and everything so it's like it's like checking in and and on on that mental mentality and 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 your friends mentality is making sure everybody's in a good yeah. space you like have to really make sure important. you're mentally okay yeah yeah and make sure your friends are mentally okay and make sure everybody's doing good because it's easy mm-hmm. it, it's easy to be like to say it's easier to say that everything's fine, like you said. So. Yeah, rather than to talk about it. So, like, yeah. it's fine. Like, if you're not okay, like, just say it. Like, everyone's going through, like, the tough time. It's not just you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's good, good advice. Um, yeah. Thank, thank you for, for calling us and, and doing this with us. It's been fun. Yeah, no problem. Nice getting I had to know a lot you. of fun. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Hope it wasn't, wasn't too scary. <laughs> Too nervous. <laughs> and I think I did pretty okay. <laughs> I think you did good. Yeah. I think I think I mean, you did just fine. There's like millions of people yeah. listening to this, so I'm sure we'll just get <laughs> all sorts of feedback. <laughs> no. Um but yeah, any any uh, last words or shout out to anything? Um I love you, Gabe. <laughs> Gabe. Kid. Who what what's your boyfriend's name? We should probably shout him out. Yeah. Uh he's eh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, never mind, dude. <laughs> it's, wait, how do you pronounce your name? It's eh? I've never heard of that. That's, that's an interesting name. Whoa. Alright, on that note, I think we'll uh we'll no. run that one. <laughs> His name's Eric. I appreciate him too. He's definitely a big motivator. He always pushes me in skating and stuff. Yeah, sounds like <laughs> it. So I'm convinced. Love approach. Like I'll be scared yeah, yeah. to do something, and then he's like, he's like, just fucking do it. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You need somebody to push you. Hell yeah. So, <laughs> thanks, Eric. Love you. Thanks. that's a wrap on this episode of quarantine call with shieldless mag we hope you enjoyed the episode and if you did make sure to share it on instagram and tag us at shieldless mag also follow ariana at flying underscore ariana while you're at it if you want to get your hands on some quarantine call stickers dm us your address and we'll get those sent out to you for free if you enjoy the beat that's playing right now, it's made by friend of the mag, Alan Solano. And we'll put a link to his Instagram in the description. We hope you're staying safe and staying positive. Cheers. Cheers.